When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Check podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Donnie and Dolly podcast. Catch the show Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to noon on Check. Your local sports coverage lives here. Everybody's doing something. We'll do nothing. With Don Taylor. I've got this crooked cane, this really old crooked cane. And Rick Dollywall. We ended up going to a Best Western to watch the Lions in the 83-82. Here's Donnie and Dolly. 10 o'clock in downtown Vancouver. We're in the Paul Carson studio. Thanks for tuning in, folks. It's Donnie and Dolly, the team. On check. Don Taylor, along with Rick Dollywall. Ryan Henderson is our producer. He's the man at the controls. Derek Wong is our uh, director, the voice of God. How are you? We are here today with some bad news uh, from the world of hockey, Donnie. Uh, We'll get to the Canucks information in a bit as they lose last night, 6-3 in Minnesota. But tough, tough day for anybody who follows the great sport of hockey because for the second time in a week... The NHL, the world of hockey, has lost a great one, a great right winger. Last week it was Mike Bossy who succumbed yeah. to cancer. Guy Lafleur passes away today at the age of 70, um, battling lung cancer since uh, 2019. There's a million ways uh, to go uh, with this when it comes to Guy Lafleur, but it is a day of mourning, in, uh, well, certainly in the province of Quebec and all throughout Canada, certainly uh, all throughout the uh, hockey world. Look, um, like I say, there are a million different ways to go with this, but I, I want to start the show with this because when I think of Guy Lafleur, I think of the 1970s, yeah, that's and it. the partnership that he formed with Steve Shutt Steve and Shutt. Pete Mahovlich. That line was something else. Four straight Stanley Cups. They were so responsible for that. Uh, Jacques Lemaire was in there as well. Larry Robinson, the big three on defense: Lapointe, Savard, LaPointe. certainly Ken Ken Dryden, Scotty Bowman. But when I think of great partnerships, yes. I think of Guy Lafleur with Pete Mahovlich and Steve Shutt, but I also think of this partnership, Guy Lafleur and Danny Gallivan. 55 seconds left in the penalty, a minute and 27 seconds left in regulation time. Boston 4, Montreal 3. Lafleur coming out rather gingerly on the right side. He gives it into Lemaire, back to Lafleur. Throughout the show today, we're going to run clips of uh, of Guy Lafleur. We have this instructional video that he put out. I'm not sure what the company uh, he was involved with at the time, which is just it's just uh, magical, kind of cheesy '70s stuff. But uh, just Guy was just something else. He was just magnetic, uh, uh, Rick. When you I, I I saw him play live a few times with the Montreal Canadiens yeah, at the Coliseum, early 80s. and it was he was one of these guys that I, I think as a kid you have you more have this reaction like you can't believe what you're seeing yes you're seeing Guy Lafleur this guy he's actually he's actually human and look what he's doing out there mm-hmm. got a hat trick in Vancouver uh, early on in his career with a helmet and one of the strange things with Guy Lafleur and this isn't an endorsement by any means but his first three seasons 
coming out of the Quebec rampart system. And he was he oh. was magical there with Quebec. I mean, the Canadian, Sam Pollock came out of his boots yep. in the 1971, before the 1971 draft to make sure the Habs got him first overall. His three, first three seasons, he wore a helmet. Yeah. His first three seasons were good, considered disappointing by some people, took the helmet off. Started scoring. And, and the rest is history. That's when the, the cup, more cups came. That's when the 50-goal seasons came. Uh, the Art Ross trophies, the Hart trophy, all of that. Uh, style, elegance, uh, the hair flowing, forum, Danny Gallivan uh, beating Jerry Cheevers, uh, road hockey. Uh, Donnie, who wasn't Guy Lafleur? Who wasn't Guy Lafleur in road hockey? We always used to fight about who got to be Guy Lafleur. In, in, in road hockey, um, 130 goals with Quebec in 1970. Uh, the 1971 draft, which you have s- told us so many times, Sam Pollock, guess who went second? I, and the, and the Cana- it, wasn't a, it wasn't an easy decision because it was between yeah. Guy Lafleur and a guy who was super in Quebec as well, Marcel Dion. Mm-hmm. And then the Vancouver Canucks had the third overall pick, and they took... Jocelyn Gamer won. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, who had a solid NHL career, but didn't compare to those uh, two uh, gentlemen. Yeah. Um, you mentioned always being Guy Lafleur, playing playing road hockey, yeah. uh, looking up to Guy Lafleur. We all did. I mean, there was a lot of people oh. back in the day where you got sick and tired of you know seeing the Montreal Canadiens uh, win. Their fans that was it. Could, could be obnoxious, but everybody had respect for uh, number ten with the blonde flowing hair and uh, just he just worked so hard out there and just the the fabulous goals. Yeah. Uh, we talked about you being Gilfleur when you played uh, road hockey. I'm yeah. going to guess that there's a certain National Hockey League coach who did the same thing. And that's Martin St. Louis. Yep. He was uh, a made available today by the Montreal Canadiens. And here's the head coach of the Montreal Canadiens today, just moments ago, talking about losing a hero. It's impacting me in many ways because, you know, you lose a, for me, you lose like my first like hero, so to speak, you know. And and I got to 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 befriend Guy a little bit. Like, it's not like we were close or anything, but I, I shook his head a few times, uh, you know, and his presence at my mom's funeral. Like, you become to really understand, like, the human, how nice of a guy he is. And uh, so, you know, there's, there's people that have an impact on you without doing much, just, uh, just by watching how they 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 behave or how they they go about their their business their day, so I learned a lot from Guy that day that he was at my mom's funeral, and um, just a great example. Uh, Martin Saint Louis, like Guy Lafleur, uh, a French Canadian right winger, one of the greatest yep. of all time. We'll we'll. Uh, uh, we'll put up our poll question soon. It has to do with uh, the greatest right wingers in uh, National Hockey League history. We've lost two of them oh. in the in the last week in Mike Bossy and Guy Lafleur, and both of them will be part of our uh, poll. Also today, uh, we should mention that uh, Ryan Walter is going to join us yeah. uh, just after eleven o'clock. We just talked to Ryan what Ryan about half an hour ago, and he agreed to come on uh, the show. Ryan played three seasons uh, with Guy Lafleur. 
after he got traded from Washington to Montreal. Big trade. Rod yeah. Langway was involved. Ink uh, Blum. It was, a, it was a big, big deal back in the day. So Ryan got to spend uh, three seasons as a teammate with Guy Lafleur, and he's going to join us uh, just after uh, 11 o'clock. i, I got to have myself, and I know you feel the same way, Rick. I think our viewers uh, do as well. Uh, another Guy, uh, goal. Yeah. This is uh, Guy scoring back in the day in a game. It was always a big game against the Quebec Nordiques. Man, those uh, his highlights I could watch all day. Um, it, it's one thing I think for uh, someone like Gilfer uh, in the on the Montreal Canadiens to score a goal at at the but to score it against the Nordiques. I wish they that that they'd get a team back in the uh, what a the NHL that Quebec. Was. It, it was it was a bigger deal when it happened um, uh, against the uh, uh, the Norths because that rivalry uh, short lived but really really uh, special. Um, I, I don't know if I should tell this story, but but I'm gonna go ahead. I'm, I'm gonna tell it. Back in the day, and I've told this story on the air before, uh, as kids in North Burnaby, right next to East Van and where the Coliseum was yep. located on Renfrew Street, uh, myself and a couple of buddies, gentlemen by the name of Patty Alexander, uh, we used to break into the Coliseum. There was a door there we could get into, and this one time we got into a Montreal Canadiens practice. And it was, this is the 70s, so it's a big, this is the, these are the Stanley Cup champions, and oh, Cornway and Lafleur and Henri Bouchard, everybody's there, Ken everybody. Dryden, it was a big deal. So we get one of my buddies, I can't remember who it was, he got, a, he got Dryden's stick, it was just uh, amazing. For some reason, we didn't get booted out. I oh. don't know. We make our way to the bus that's no. waiting to take the Habs away to the Hotel Vancouver, hotel. wherever they were, they were stay, st- staying. There was Pete Mahovlich, so nice to us. There was Yvonne Cornway, same thing. And we're all wondering, where's Guy? And, and there he was, in, in behind the bus. Hey, boys, how's it going? He was smoking. Oh, he's smoking. He was bus. smoking, and yeah. uh, we all know. And I, I'm not going to go get preachy here. Uh, we all know Guy succumbed to lung cancer. Uh, Mike Bossy succumbing to yeah. cancer. They were both smokers. Yeah. And um, we, I, I'm going to ask Ryan about this, but that culture of yeah. uh, uh, of hockey players back in the day, and it wasn't just hockey players. We yeah. know that baseball players did it too. All, all players, all players. And, but being a pro athlete and smoking. Yeah. It was just, it was, it, looking back, you kind of, I, I hate to say this, but you kind of laugh at it, but it was strange and wrong, and we'll ask uh, Ryan about that. Um, and now look, at, now, now look at the kids in Bantam, and, and you got kids are told to eat right 24-7. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, here's what you have on game day, and, and now kids trying to make NHL teams in the summer. Stay away from this. Stay away from that. It's totally different. Well, and, and then you know, smoking doesn't even enter. It, it doesn't enter it. Oh, Guy Lafleur, age, uh, age seven, he leaves us. We're going to run Guy clips uh, throughout the show uh, today. Uh, meanwhile, almost forgot this. The Canucks lost last night. Yeah. A tough turn we're going to take. They lose 6-3 uh, to uh, the Wild, the Canucks do. In Minnesota, let's let's get right to the highlights, and then we'll talk about it afterwards. Yeah. Derek Rock and Roll XL Energy Center, St. Paul, Minnesota, early second. Freddie Goodrow over to Kevin Fiala, no chance for Thatcher Demko. One nothing Wild in the home green with the red and cream trim, some yellow in there as well. Canucks answer half a minute later. Garland out front to Elias Pettersson. 
A third 30-goal scorer for the Canucks, 1-1, other end. Wild worked the puck around to Jared Spurgeon. High glove past a screen Thatcher Demko, 2-1 Wildman. He's one of the underrated players in the National Hockey League, but again, Canucks reply. Wild coughed the puck up to Matthew Highmore, moving in, shooting and scoring. While wearing Hilliard Graves, old number 15, 2-2. Canucks then take the lead again. It's Connor Garland. His shot stopped, but right then, pouncing on the rebound. His second of the night, EP40, 3-2 Vancouver. Would they go into the dressing room with the lead? No. This hurt. Matt Zuccarello, shot and a goal. 3-3 after 2. His 23rd. Man, they've got a lot of good players. Second period. Make that third period again. It's Kevin Fiala circling the Vancouver zone and being allowed to do so. His second of the game. 32nd of the year. Wild take the lead. It's 4-3 in the state of hockey. Uh, late going. Wild ham the Canucks in. Ryan Hartman to the other 97. Kirill Kaprizov bulging twine. Wild go on an empty, uh, go on to add an empty netter. Minnesota doubles the Canucks 6-3. Canucks in Calgary on Saturday as their playoff hopes evaporate. I see a Dallas lost last night to Calgary, so they got a bit of a break. They got a bit of a I see a tired team right now, Donnie. Uh, Minnesota outshot Vancouver 15-4 in the third. Um, that's two games in a row. They've blown a lead late in the second um, and only got one point out of it. Third game in four days. Demko not super sharp last night. Is it the flu bug, or was it his 63rd game? Looks a little tired to me. Yeah, but Bruce Boudreau said, and we're going to hear from him in a second, Bruce Boudreau said post-game that you cannot use fatigue as an excuse. You can't. You because can't. there are COVID breaks, uh, injuries. Every team's tired. But every team's tired. No excuses here, but they've been playing must-win, stay-in-the-playoff-race games for a long time. Sure. High-intensity. Sure. Yeah, high intensity. Minnesota's play, uh, playing for playoff positioning as as well. So I, uh, Bruce Boudreau made the point. Nope, you, I'm not going to use fatigue yep. uh, as an excuse. I'll tell you what, though. You look at what happened with Brad Richardson. Broken nose, came back to play. Uh, JT Miller looked like his season uh, was done. Blocking that shot with the inside of his uh, right leg just above the shin pad uh, looked like his season was done. Came back and and, and played. Uh, you can't. You certainly can't knock the Canucks for effort. And after the game was over, we just talked about Bruce Boudreaux's post-game press conference. Uh, the coach talking about how proud he was of his team last night. Well, I mean, they give it everything they have. I mean, you look at uh, tonight, for example. I mean, uh, Miller's blocking a shot. He's got a couple ice bags on. I mean, Richardson breaks his nose and still wants to play. I mean, uh, that's the kind of uh, effort and character that these guys have. I mean, very proud of them. Uh, uh, they never quit. They never die. You know, I mean, so it's uh, uh, it's obviously tonight was very disappointing at the end. But, I mean, uh, the fact that, uh, you know, they could have given up a long time ago, the odds were so against us that, uh, uh, but they believed and they, and they still believe. They'll believe again tomorrow until, until it, it shows that we're eliminated. Uh, I'm sure these guys are going to uh, keep pushing right to the end. Donnie, five guys out, three top nine forwards. There's something there. They're, they're, this team's got character. They, like you said, no quit. There's something there. 
There's something there. They well, just, there was nothing there at the beginning of the that's season. It. And that's you, it. You can, you can sit and talk all you want about, yes, the, the Ottawa game, that was a complete disappointment. Same with the, the Detroit game not that long ago, the Buffalo game at home games. They should have won. You can talk about that all, all that you want. Let, let's talk before Bruce Boudreaux got there. The start of the season is what killed him. It killed him. It killed him. The, you know. the, the bad start, you can't play catch-up all season long at the NHL level. And, and there's still four games to go. They're playing catch-up. Yeah, and mathematically still alive. They would have to go four for four uh, to hit the so-called magical 95-point uh, mark, and even that might not be uh, enough. There's seven points behind the Kings now, four points behind uh, Dallas, which ho- holds that uh, second wild-card spot. And we don't talk about it at all, but they're also two points behind Vegas, yeah. which is also in the picture. So Canucks in uh, Calgary. We need to get moving, don't we? Right? how are you? Uh, swell, swell. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I, maybe this will happen one day. I'd love to have Bruce Boudreaux as a guest today because there's somebody who could obviously talk about the Canucks but also about Guy Lafleur oh, yeah. right in his mm-hmm. wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Would and have played I, I, uh, against him and all, all of that. I don't believe any media. I think it's an off day for them today. Yeah. So, All right. Uh, here's what's coming up on the show. DTMZ, is it just me in the next hour? Ryan Walter is going to join us just after 11 o'clock. Uh, like I said, Ryan played three seasons with the late, it's hard to say, the late great Gietel Fleur uh, in the 80s. Big Rye, the Twitter guy, that guy coming up later this hour. And up next to talk about the Canucks from the Athletic, as always on a Friday, Thomas Trance. It's Donnie and Dolly, the team, on check. Donnie and Dolly, the team is supported by ableauctions.ca. Closing your business, we can help. All of today's guests on a Friday, including Thomas Drant standing by from The Athletic, brought to you by Langley Chrysler. Don't miss the game because your car needs servicing. Langley Chrysler will pick up service and drop off your car so you don't have to miss the action. Valet service only at langleychrysler.com. As we bring in Thomas Drantz from The Athletic in the wake of uh, the Canucks 6-3 loss in Minnesota. How are you, sir? Doing well, gentlemen. Good morning to you. Nice shirt, Rick. I should have joined you. Excuse me. My bad. I, I forgot. I forgot. I'll, uh, did I'll you be not, myself up all day. Did you not buy any of these in Palm Springs when you were there a couple of weeks ago? Come on. <laughs> uh, I'm still there, Rick. <laughs> no, you're not. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, okay. 100%. I thought you came back. I, I drive, I'm driving 1,000 miles this weekend. I'll be back in time for the Kraken game, the Canucks next home game. Oh, and then I'll wow. be around to end the season. Um, going to be an interesting week, even though I do think the Canucks' playoff chances practically um, crumbled yesterday. Yeah. Have you been there since the start of the season? <laughs> <laughs> How long has it been? My uh, three weeks, three weeks. Yeah, it's been Ooh. a nice haul. Nice haul. Yeah. Must be nice to be in Palm Springs during the season. My goodness. Sign me up. Sign me up. Hey, uh, Thomas, uh, yeah, face of adversity. Uh, We talked about fatigue in the first segment, uh, going into a tough building against a tough team. How would you describe the Canucks' effort last night? I thought it was brilliant. Honestly, I thought that was one of their best games of the month. It's just that the result wasn't what they wanted, right? Mm -hmm. But in terms of how they played five-on-five, they were the better team for most of the evening. Uh, There was seven minutes there at the start where it looked – Grim, I thought, oh boy, this could be trouble for Vancouver, but they responded from that. And then I think for 40 minutes, like the lion's share of the game, 
they were the materially better team, particularly at five on five. Um, you know, I loved what the Pedersen line gave them. I thought their defense mostly held up pretty well until things got a little bit adventurous for Oliver Ekman, Larson, and Tyler Myers late. But, you know, that was as good an effort as you're going to get. And Brad Richardson breaks his nose. He's right back out there. Luke Shen fights Nicholas Delorier, one of the few remaining non-extinct apex predators in the NHL. Uh, JT Miller takes a shot off his knee. Uh, observers at XL Energy Center said he was limping severely uh, on his way out of the rink. We'll see if he practices today. Uh, doesn't miss a shift, gentlemen. Doesn't miss a shift. I mm. thought that was emblematic of a team that, you know, has done a lot of good things over the course of the past 53 games. And yet, you know, at no point on this run did their playoff odds ever peak north of 30%, according to my colleague at the Athletic Dom Decisions model, right? I mean, this was, they were always too far behind the eight ball. And at the end of the day, in the last eight minutes, I don't think they had the extra gear yeah. they needed to will themselves to another improbable victory over an elite team on the road playing their third game in four nights. And, you know, that's sort of how it goes if you leave yourself no margin for error. I think Nick Delorier was in Sons of Anarchy, wasn't he? A scary looking dude. <laughs> um, uh, Thomas, uh, Elias Pettersson. Mayans, 13... Mayans. He's the yeah. star of Mayans. Okay, I'm not familiar with that. <laughs> Elias Pettersson, 13 goals in 12 games, uh, now a 30-goal scorer, their third 30-goal scorer this season. What has changed? I think health is the answer. What has changed for him uh, between uh, the start of the season and now? Well, health is definitely the biggest part of that story, no question. You know, uh, we all sort of wondered, I think, what, what impact the coaching change would have on him. And he was asked directly uh, about 10 days ago, you know, how much did Bruce Boudreaux help you find your confidence? And his response, uh, you know, rather confidently was, you know, I found it myself. And I do think that there was uh, certainly a, a breath of fresh air for Pedersen after the coaching change. I think you could see it. But I do think the major reason why he's been incredible since early January, right? Because it's not like the coaching change happened in and Pedersen was immediately shot out of a cannon, right? And dominating the league. It's really since early December. I think he's been one of the league's best players, one of the most complete two-way players in this league. And that's a huge advantage. It's been a huge advantage for the Canucks every night. It's been a ton of fun to watch. And, you know, speaks to the unlimited ceiling that this player has as a result of all the small things that he does well and all of the very, very loud things that he does that make him worth the price of admission. Uh, but yeah, I think the wrist healing, putting some time between him and that injury, I think that was the biggest single difference. And to be honest with you, gentlemen, if you want to if you want to understand why the Canucks were such a different team in the second half than they were in the first, uh, I know everyone likes to point to the coaching change. They should. Boudreaux's done exceptional work. But Pedersen being able to single-handedly win you games in the second half, I mean, that made a massive, massive difference, a big part of the story of this Canucks team's sort of disparate results in the first 25 and since. Yeah, your best player's got to be your best players. Uh, Thomas, you uh, had it first this week that uh, Bruce Boudreaux's agent was meeting with him in Minnesota. I believe they met on Tuesday or, or Wednesday. Um, what's the latest you're hearing? We're starting to hear that the Canucks would like to have him back, but they got to work out a contract. If they can, great. If they can't, maybe it doesn't work. What are you hearing? Yeah, I mean, I'm hearing what you're hearing, Rick, which is the optimism that there's going to be an attempt to get it done, right? There's a sense that that's going to, uh, that this, that the club will try uh, to get this done. Now, there's so much secrecy around the exact structure of Boudreaux's deal, right? We've yeah. got 
my athletic colleague Pierre Lebrun reporting on the team option and his sense that the club's going to try and get the deal done. You've got Elliot Friedman who noted that in fact it, there seems to be a mutual option, some kind of a balloon payment should the club decide to walk away would be due to Boudreaux. Uh, of course, uh, in the event that Boudreaux wanted to walk away from the deal, there seems to be a possibility of that as well. And look, there's going to be as many as 10 vacancies available around the NHL, head coaching vacancies. Um, there could be more depending on what happens in the playoffs and how the early rounds shake out. We all know that there's going to be some coaches under pressure to deliver uh, when the playoffs begin. So uh, there could be a lot of openings. And Boudreaux has not done anything to harm his market value or desirability yeah. as a head coaching candidate around the NHL. Um, you know, as they said on the Ringer podcast about Nick Nurse last week, and, and I'm going to steal the line, um, the price of the brick may have gone up for the Vancouver Canucks on the Bruce Boudreaux front, right? Yeah. So navigating that is going to be interesting, uh, particularly because, of course, the club's going to have Travis Green under contract for next year. Perhaps that gets mitigated if he gets a job. Um, you know, there is that potential balloon payment to be aware of. And for me, though, re-signing Boudreaux has to be a no-brainer. Not having him work the final year of his deal has to be a no-brainer. We're at this moment in the history of this franchise where we've been through a lot of palace intrigue and a lot of, you know, distractions off the ice in terms of personnel, right? You think about Trevor Linden's departure and then the LaFair Judd bracket and then, you know, <laughs> everything that happened in 2021 with oh, Travis Green yeah. working the last year of their deal and you know the club blowing past Ian Clark's deadline and uh, and then and then into the changes that were made in early December and now you have this stretch with a popular coach the fans literally chant his names name at home games when the team is up um you have this optimism right there's yeah. trust the market has confidence in club leadership like go into the offseason and be able to project stability for the first time in six years. You know, that should be a no-brainer for this club as they look to, you know, chart a new course and begin to operate in a way that the local market can have some confidence and trust in, finally, right? It's it's get Boudreaux done. For me, that's a no-brainer, has to be done. And it would change the entire complexion of this offseason for me, particularly as it, as it sort of uh, pertains to the, how the club can operate and be perceived by a fan base that finally, at last, for the first time in a long time, kind of believes. Uh, Thomas, just one quick thing. You said something. You, your sources say that uh, Miller was uh, limping severely out of the rink last night? That's what I've heard, yeah. Okay, wow. Observers at XL Energy Center noted that JT Miller was limping on his way out of the rink yesterday. And yeah. very very quickly, Thomas, do you have any memories of the late great Gila Fleur? A little bit before my time. Yep. Uh, my dad was a huge Montreal Canadiens fan, but even but Lafleur, he was a little bit older when Lafleur played. So like Jean Beliveau mm -hmm. was his guy. But I always heard stories of Lafleur's sort of dominance. I remember watching Pavel Bure as a, as a young man in Vancouver and obviously being enthralled, wide-eyed. I don't think I'd be doing the job I'm doing today, gentlemen, if it weren't for growing up in the city that Pavel Bure played. And I remember watching it and thinking, how can any one player, asking my dad, how can any one player be this dominant? And he said, oh, you should have seen Lafleur. Like, that was the guy who had this type of, of sort of imposing offensive threat every time he was on the ice. You, you, you went to games to watch him play. And so I grew up always knowing that, you know, the way that I regarded Pavel Bure was similar to the way my dad had regarded Guy Lafleur and, and, you know, also his disco album. If you've never heard his disco album. Oh, right including the song Lancé, an all-timer, uh, I highly recommend. 
Guy Lafleur's disco album. Uh, rest in peace to one of the offensive greats in yeah. NHL history. We'll, we'll we'll try to dig it up. Thomas, above and beyond, as always, thanks so much, and safe travels. Thank you, gentlemen. Be well. See you next week. Adios, amigos. Thomas Drance uh, from the Athletic Canucks losing to Minnesota 6-3. They play in, in Calgary on Saturday. Yes. Uh, so he, he's hearing the same stuff that we are about Boudreaux. The Canucks want to get it done, Donnie. But now, now here's the hard part. They want him back, but you got to work out a contract. I get the sense the Canucks might be willing to go up to, say, three years. But he's put himself in a position. What, what do coaches want? Stability? Mm-hmm. Maybe four years. Is it going to be two, three, four years? Let them talk it out and see what happens. Uh, John Shannon yesterday suggested a twelve million dollars, yeah. three, four, th- four years. So does that sound about right? And Todd I, McClellan I, makes uh, five million. I think Bruce Cassidy uh, a season. Uh, Bruce Cassidy makes three, three and a half in Boston. Those are some of the c- comparables out there. But definitely hearing what we heard yesterday. There's optimism on Bruce. But whether it happens or not, we don't know. they got to work it out. Another thing, Donnie, I've, I've been told even if they move on from Bruce, they're done with first-year coaches. They don't want a rookie coach anymore. Yeah. You went from Willie D, right, to Travis Green, rookie, rookie. And look back. what happened with Bruce Boudreaux. Well, so they don't want I, – I, I definitely know if it doesn't work out with Bruce, they don't want a rookie coach Again, Bruce Cassidy, $3 million a year in Boston. Barry Trotz makes four with the Islanders. Again, some comparables out there. Um, poll question next. It has to do with Guy Lafleur. We're going to go to break with some more vintage uh, number 10 in Blue Blanc et Rouge from 81-82. That same game uh, we pulled a highlight from uh, earlier against the Quebec Nordiques. Uh, Guy Lafleur to break. Voilà, jusqu'à Acton, cette passe venant du défenseur. Acton devant le filet à Lafleur. C'est remis de Lafleur à, à Lingoué. Autre passe devant, mais neutralisé au dernier instant par Marois Beaujeu. Contre-attaque menée par Tardif. Et voici la remise arrière à Cloutier. Mise en échec par Lafleur. Et Cloutier se dégage, reprend. Et sa passe finalement est coupée. Là, c'est la sortie de Steve Schott. Le voici en zone adverse. Schott à Lafleur. Et le but Able Auction specializes in helping British Columbia-based business owners close their business and sell their assets in a timely, orderly manner. Online events for everything from machine shop and manufacturing auctions to industrial equipment, retail inventories, or any other type of business assets, Able Auctions can help. For a free confidential consultation on getting your business assets sold, please email sales at ableauctions.ca. That's sales at ableauctions.ca. Trying to go through, and LaRouche winds up with the puck and turns quickly. LaFleur out there with him as they crisscross at the Vancouver line. Here's LaFleur shooting. He's got it. Here at the Montreal Forum. Wow. wow. Uh, that was October 1980, and you talk about... Uh, um, Great partnerships. We talked about Danny Galvan and uh, Guy Lafleur. Didn't happen all that often, but how about Jim Robson and Guy Lafleur, which we saw there, the flying Vs and uh, Guy scoring at the Forum. Just, uh, so, just nice. so special. Guy Lafleur leaving us at the age of 70. And that uh, leads to our poll question, uh, which unfortunately uh, was triggered by the loss of two NHL greats, Greece. both right-wingers. Poll question, Rick. All right, the poll question today is... Uh, 
who is the greatest right winger in the history of the National Hockey League? Uh, Gordy Howe, Mike Bossy, Guy Lafleur, uh, Yager as well. Uh, Gordy Howe is leading it almost at fifty uh, percent. Um, Lafleur's at twelve, Mike Bossy at thirteen. Uh, so many good players there. Uh, I'm surprised y- Yager's uh, that high, but you look at the all-time stats, and he's a guy oh. who b- spent three, you know, pretty uh, significant years. Uh, of his career over yeah. in the K and piled up the points still in the National Hockey League. Uh, I, I get that. Gordie Howe had the most complete game, though. And, uh, you know, just so iconic. So, Fleur Bossy, same thing, uh, Yager. But, uh, uh, man, you look at the list of right wingers, other people we could have put on that oh, list. Oh, so many. Brad Hull, Patrick Kane, Aginla, Curry. We just heard from Martin St. Louis in the, uh, in the first uh, segment, Solani, yep. Pavel Bury. Oh, right. Left-handed shot, but he played on the right wing mostly. Marion Hossa. There's a there's a whole lot, uh, Tons whole of lot. There. Cam Neely, Cam Neely, Cam Neely uh, uh, as well. Okay, um, we wanted to bring up uh, this. This is a, a little bit uh, uh, on the light side. Uh, again, as we uh, switch gears, did you see this Mike Tyson situation oh, ye- yesterday at the airport in San Francisco? Do we want to run the video sound up, or do we want to? talk over top of it I, I i don't know how how good the quality is to just leave it on its own but are you, are you playing the video that i, I sent you yes yeah, the every, same one yeah. donnie sent me yeah that, that's you the whole go, i sent thing. it two days ago right well, don't uh, and, stop and, you text me like you got well, some whoa, ex- whoa, whoa, whoa. that's not the issue who sent it exclusive inside information here i, I don't even i hate even playing the video to be honest with you just this kid's it. a dweeb. Just well, play let's it. play it as we're talking about it. Yeah, we'll okay. talk about it. It's a clip one, Derek. Is him. Are, These are, are we going to go? Are we going to go sound up? Or are we going to go talk uh, over uh, top? Uh, it, it's the sound's not that great, so it's your call. Okay, go. go. Okay, go. Just clip clip one. We'll, we'll talk over top. This of is it. what. This is before the punching. Yeah. Clip one. And this gentleman is talking uh, to Mike Tyson. First class seats. He's in the seat uh, ahead of him. And look, he's, he's and his buddy's clearly on the yeah. other end videoing it. Yeah. And now yeah. that I think of it, it's probably a good idea that we don't uh, run it sound up as we say yeah. in the business raw sound because watch there's me. some swearing here. Watch me. Watch what I do to Mike Tyson. Watch yeah. me. So, okay, and so, so apparently, though, when he got on the flight, he's freaking out. Mike Tyson. Blah blah mm-hmm. blah blah blah. Tyson apparently took a photo with him. Yeah. Like he's he nice okay. Nice to him. You know, because, I mean, he gets it. He's Mike Tyson. So there's a lot of people, you know, that come up and say, hey, you're Mike Tyson. Can I get a photo? Can I get mm-hmm. an autograph? Mm-hmm. Apparently he did that for this guy. Yeah. Then and, this guy wouldn't shut up. After that flight landed, they ended up in Florida. He was in Miami, Mike Tyson, for a meet and greet. I don't know what the, the event was, but he was great. He was great with the people. But, hey, this just in. Sometimes you cross a line. And have we got the video? Yeah, the second one. Yeah. There you go. Oh. Sometimes this will happen if you cross the line. Yeah. Like, can you think of anybody... Is there anybody in the world? This is the aftermath. Oh, man. Anybody in, in the world you wouldn't want to piss off more than Mike Tyson? Like, like come on, buddy. The, the, one of the hardest punchers in the history of life, and you're picking a fight. You're bothering the guy. He's on a, on a public flight. But you come can on. tell right there he's happy. He knows he's going to be a rock star now. Yeah. He knows he's all over the Internet, yeah. all over social media, and maybe... We see some blood here. Maybe there's a lawsuit to come. Great cash. Maybe he's going to uh, be able to cash in. Which is just gross. Remember, do you guys remember like maybe a year ago, maybe two years now, there was that video that went bonkers on social media of Mike Tyson in the bar 
and he was like throwing. He was he wasn't throwing punches, but he was faking it. Yeah, yeah. Like, whatever that. What's that called? Shadow boxing. Okay, yeah. He was like a mile. Like he was throwing so many punches even at that age, and I'm like. Mm-hmm. This is incredible that he can still... He's got the speed, the power, all that. Like, you could feel the power even though he wasn't hitting anything. And this guy thinks it's a good idea to, you know, say whatever... But it is a good idea. Provoke him. And and I I equate it to the malice at the palace where you had these idiots, you know, throwing water bottle... Somebody threw a water bottle at Ron Artest. And I don't think they were thinking this, what I'm about to say initially, but you saw a guy go on the court and challenge uh, the Pacers at the time. And you know that guy was thinking, I'm going to get some money out of this. And I, th- I, I, maybe this guy wasn't thinking at all. You know, I'm sure there was a lounge at the airport uh, before this. But I, I just, you just know we're going to hear more about this story. And it's sad. And look, I realize that Mike Tyson isn't the perfect <laughs> person. Okay, he has his demons. But I feel for him here. I'm sorry. Oh, the majority of reaction to this video has been on the side of Mike Tyson. Oh, oh for sure. Course. You know, for sure. If that's me, I'm saying, hey, Mike, how you doing, pal? Thanks. Uh, picture, that's it. I'm, I'm going to zip the lip shut up and, uh, you know, sit in my seat. This guy, come on. So would you take a punch from Mike Tyson for 100 grand? No. Are you kidding? Yeah. <laughs> he breaks my, <laughs> I mean, he, he well, breaks it, a, down there, it's going to be more than 100. I don't know what yeah. the situation would be. Up, yeah, no, I, just, I like mean, up here. Who know, I sure. don't know. But no, do, but no, no, way, I, no way he's going for just 100 grand. Dollarwell's right, though, okay? You don't know going in how bad that he's going to hurt you. Like, he could, oh. he could he, I mean... Honestly, yeah, he could have killed this dude. Oh, for sure. Like yeah, is that force? Is it is it is it tit for tat there? Right. I mean, he's bothering him. He's talking to him. Does that equal getting the you know what kicked out of you? Yeah. Probably doesn't. But we uh, all understand. We I all don't understand know. Mike Tyson's reaction. Jeez, that's gotta hurt. I don't blame him for a second. No. I'd be I, curious. I'm, though, I'm talking about Tyson. You know, I know. I'd be curious though if this goes if this does go to court. Because no, no this video is pretty clear, he was being harassed. Look at the shot. That of him. Mike was being harassed. Yes. Look at, the yeah. shot, look at the shot of this Joker looking at camera. Yeah. Can we see? Look at it. Right there. We all know this guy, don't we? <laughs> yeah. We it's all e- either know this guy or we've seen guys like like this. Look at me. I want to be the center of attention. Hey, I just got punched by Mike Tyson. Isn't this great? And now I'm now I'm a star. When his buddy probably got a little nice little check from TMZ too. Yeah, right. Because they buy the video off. That's of it. a huge story. Oh, absolutely. And they 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 layered it. They they updated it with the situation in, in Florida, where yeah, you know, they had their cameraman there asking Mike Tyson, you know, if he had anything to say to his fans after the incident uh, on the airplane. So yeah, it's got layers, and again, it's not finished. Let let's pick on Mike Tyson. Very interesting. Mike call. and I go back, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. You. you oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. You go. Uh, yeah. Tell everyone you're coming with him. I had a night out in Vegas, like you've had, right, yeah, in the yeah, past. Yeah. All right, and and I I had some ice cream in in the mall, which was underneath. I forget what they call it, but underneath uh, Planet Hollywood, the hotel there. Yeah, yeah. It's got Is this the a sky, Miracle Mile? The, yeah. Okay, the fake sky. Yeah. It's pretty impressive. And when I'm there, there's this big commotion. I'm sitting on a bench having some ice cream. This is a lonely story, by the way. Just it really is. No, Baskin Robbins. No, I, I am by myself because everybody else is doing something else. I was in no shape. Yeah, they're in Vegas. Well, they're they're golfing. Okay. I was at the Miracle Mile, whatever you call it. Okay. So there's, there's this massive commotion. These beefy guys walk by me. Bodyguards, clearly uh, people shouting, screaming. Mike Tyson. 
I, I'm, uh, I've got my ice cream. I'm on the bench. He looks at me, and I get the pursed lip hello. Like, head nod. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Mike Tyson. I look up at Mike, same thing. You know, hey, Mike, how's it going? Walks by. You sure he was looking at you? He called me after the incident yeah, on I'm the sure. airplane. Oh, yeah. I was the only one on the bench. Well, at least that went better than uh, who's the uh, Arsenio Hall when you saw him in Vegas. That okay, let's not. Sounds like Mike Tyson yet. went uh, better. Listen, than Listen, at least I remember what That's went on a good in point. Vegas. I have as a no I have no recollection of my only trip to Vegas. Yeah, that was your one trip. One trip. I'll never go back. It's a, it's an evil. You left the organization it's, after uh, that. Right? It's an evil uh, town. Uh, You've never, never go back. back? No, I'm never going. I'm never going back. It's, it's evil place. Ask Barry McDonald. He knows. <laughs> but, hey. No, he, he, hey, knows Barry, he knows what you were up to. Barry woke you me don't. up at 5 in the morning. So I, To work. Yeah, 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 exactly. If he didn't call, I'd be, uh, well, I, I would have, yeah. Anyways, long story. Uh, shout out to Dylan, who just tweeted this to me, a new TMZ article. Melvin Townsend III is this clown. Uh, he is a long criminal. He's a long criminal record. Ooh, oh. wow. He's been convicted of fraud, grand theft, burglary, possession of controlled substances, and trafficking in stolen property. He's 36 years old. So there you go. His parents must be proud. Yeah. Huh? And now he's been punched in the face by Mike Tyson. Okay. Go to break with another uh, Guy Lafleur uh, video here as uh, the great Guy Lafleur has left us uh, today at the age of 70 as uh, he uh, his battle with lung cancer, which started in 2019. That's when he was first diagnosed, uh, is over. Uh, this is Ryan. Maybe you can set this up. This is an instructional video, <laughs> a hockey instructional video that Guy would have put out what, in the eighties. Yeah, I, I don't know the year exactly, but somebody tweeted it earlier today. And there's a lot going on here. It's actually really well done, though. He's voiceovering like his plays, but he's hockey talking tips. about yeah, he's talking yeah. about with your some shot. cheesy music in the oh, background. The music is unreal. He's just this. so charming here. Oh, you absolutely. Just, you, you you get an idea, not just on the ice, but off the ice. There was something special. Uh, with the uh, great number 10. Uh, Guy Lafleur to break. Big Ride, the Twitter guy, next. Once you have mastered a good shot, you must learn when to use it. It's important when you practice your shots to always shoot towards the target. Control of any shot comes from a close or open blade. To keep the shot low, close the blade. And to shoot it high, all you have to do is open the blade. Remember that backhand shots are more difficult because of the curved stick. Don't struggle to find a great deal on newer used vehicles when Langley Chrysler has over 200 vehicles on the lot. And right now they'll take anything on trade. Vehicles, boats, RVs, quads, helicopters, even time machines. Save up to 10500 on Ram at Langley Chrysler in-store or online at langleychrysler.com. Friday and Big Ride the Twitter Guy. I'm, we cut into your time oh, talking about Mike oh. Tyson. Uh, what else is new? No. And, and what's the guy's name? Melvin Townsend the third. I apologize. If you get the third on your name, you're automat you're right there in negative points. Davis Love? Davis Love the third. Thurston Howell. It's snooty. It's snooty. Thurston Howell. Thurston Howell of uh, uh, Gilligan's Island. Uh, that guy was a legend. I don't even know who you're also talking snooty. about. Also snooty. Yeah. Uh by the way, our good pal Mike Longridge backing up Donnie's uh, Mike Tyson story. Mike was there in Vegas. He says he was there with you at that time. I wasn't alone then. But he says <laughs> 
he cannot confirm that he got the hello. Oh. So maybe you were still a little from the night before. Groggy. Yeah, exactly. I got a pretty good memory. Maybe you were looking at a fire guy. The pursed lip hello. <laughs> the head, head nod. nod. See, the pursed lip hello has been hard to do the last couple of years. The because mask. of the mask. Yeah. yeah. You know? I think the nod is more important than the pursed lips. The, yeah, okay. You're probably right. It was the first time I ever uh, uttered that sentence. Why is Tyson not in first class? He is. He is. That was first that class. That was first class. Yeah, I mean, you can tell it's like the front of the plane. First class, Jet there's blue. more uh, There's more room in first class. Well, those that ones in, in the well, air cab. Well, well, the pod. The pod. And yeah. I, I've never been in one. Yeah. No, we know people that have been in them. Oh, but uh, Yeah, okay. I don't want to talk. That's another story. <laughs> they, they, and by the way, I'm getting ripped for telling a story that was too long. But okay, that's fine. Yeah, you got ripped for the saying that, that uh, David Cedar says that's up there with the BAMF story. The BAMF story I Your stick story by. story about Mike Tyson. No, but Dolly, that looks like pretty nice cushy area. Like there's like a wall divider there. It looks like a yeah. cabin seat. Apparently not a big enough well, divider. Exactly, no kidding. Uh, okay, guys, the story of the day, of course, is the passing of Guy Lafleur. A million tributes on Twitter. Uh, I could show them all. I'll just show one of, of note, which is uh, Wayne Gretzky posting this oh, photo. Look at that. Uh, on his Instagram. Along with, we lost two hockey legends this week. It was an honor to play with both. My thoughts and prayers are with their families, of course, with families of Mike Bossy and now today with Guy Lafleur. So great photo there of, of Wayne and Guy. And like I say, a million tributes. The list goes on and on of the people sharing different stories and photos and all of that. A uh, lot, lot, of, lot of different uh, words being said today about Guy Lafleur. Guy blowing away uh, Wayne Gretzky in the hair department uh, there. Perm. Uh, you think so? By the way. Hey. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Donnie, that perm was big uh, back in the 80s. That's the thing. Uh, I remember Don Matthews. That particular got one. perm? That, that, that perm. I remember that perm. Did you have a perm? No, I didn't have a perm. I was uh, just long hair, uh, mustache like Ron Duguay. Well, we have to see some pictures Rick of Andrews. that one day. But yeah. honestly, Guy, I know there was less hair as the career went on, but it. it, it it, it helped his legend. Oh, the, the, the hair down the down right the side. Wing. And, and the hair flowing. See, you don't know because you, you grew up in, in the era of National Hockey League players wearing helmets. Uh, I vaguely remember Craig McTavish. That's the yeah. only really one I re remember. Harold Snaps, Randy Carlisle, yeah. guys, Doug Wilson. I'm, I'm talking about players, oh. men without hats, you know, um, at the end. Yeah, when, yeah. When they, they were grandfathered. Grandfathered. Like you right. had to wear a helmet, but if you had worn one before the rule came in, you were okay. And those players were part of that. Ma uh, Maple Leafs had a defenseman, Marsh. They did have a defenseman. Yeah, Brad Marsh didn't wear a helmet. Yeah, he helmet. played for the he, Flames too. Yeah, yeah, Brad Marsh. Did he had good hair? Is that what you're saying? Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He, he had, had a perm. A, not a perm. Besser would benefit from no oh. helmets now. Oh, yeah. Right. That, that, good hair. Yeah. Gayish. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I think he would be a big fan of that. The okay. number one hair player on the Canucks? Right has, now? Has to be. Oh, for sure. Well, let's let's not go through the list here. But. I'm trying to think. Yeah, it's, it's probably him. Hmm. Probably. Uh, okay. <laughs> Another thing I meant to get to, guys. Number uh, one hair player. Yeah, or whatever you said there. Uh, I meant to get to yesterday, and I ran out of time, probably because I didn't have enough, uh, was the, the ticket prices. You see this? Ticket prices in Arizona have been released for next mm -hmm. season. Okay, so here's your diagram of the of the seating and how it's going to look and, and all of that. So, so your 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 cheaper tickets are on the two end zones, obviously, right? As usual, gets more money as you go into the center. Okay, this story better get better. So yeah. here are the ticket prices for the 2022-2023 Arizona Coyotes season. So per game pricing is on 
Yeah. Uh, uh, is in the is in the middle row there. Okay. Uh, so your cheapest ticket is eighty nine dollars to get into the building. Hmm. Like, is it just me? You're 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 going to a college campus, and you're asking those college students to be paying ninety bucks a seat. Yeah, but that doesn't mean just the college kids are going to just because it's at the university. It's going to be a lot of them, though. That, give me a break. That's the your, college kids that's aren't going to buy the season tickets because no, they're, they're, they're in college. They're not going to buy the season tickets. I understand that. How does this compare to the Canucks? Well, like I'm not that familiar with Canucks tickets. Oh, pricing. I believe the Canucks are like 120 because bucks. Because I'm in the media. 120 bucks to get in, I think, is your cheapest, maybe? All right, I'm, going, I'm talking Ticketmaster, not mm-hmm. like a reason. Sec- not secondary market. Secondary market, sometimes you can get in for cheap. I understand that. Especially if when they get bounced in the playoffs. They endorsed this? Bettman and the... Wow. Yeah. So full season, glass seats, row A, which I don't even think is that good of a seat. I think the most overrated seat in all of sports is row one in an NHL game. Yeah. Right up front, yeah. Yeah. I like the second deck right at center is the best. Yes. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Upper bowl. First row balcony, nobody in front of you. Oh. Aisle seat. Center ice. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I agree with you on that. Well, the seats behind the bench are also not that great. Yeah, either. I don't behind understand Behind the coach? That. Like, maybe yeah. for a one-off. You have to look through two, uh, two pieces of glass. Yeah. In some exactly. cases. Exactly. And for a one-off, also it might be kind of interesting to see, you know, <laughs> the interaction between yeah. coach, players, all that sort of thing. Oh, I saw. I, yeah, I know <laughs> you did. I, don't I, know, I know you did. I know you I did. I don't want to even talk about it. I know you did. But I saw outstanding interaction between – it wasn't even a player and a, and, a, and a coach. It was a coach talking to an assistant coach about a player. Yeah. Hmm. A recent coach with the Canucks. Okay, stop. Let's leave it there. Oh, right. Yeah, okay. I heard yeah, that. exactly. Listen, I'm 0 for 1 with stories today, so uh, let's move on. But, yeah, glass seats row A. And, the, by the way, those uh, seat tickets include – Food and beverage, whatever that means. So you know what another overrated seat is is behind the basket in an NBA game. Yeah, I saw a lot of Grizzlies games behind the the basket in, yeah. when they when they were in Vancouver, obviously, and kind of overrated. Now you know courtside, incredible. Oh, courtside, yeah. But I mean, you think I, I, I don't think put, under, put it this way, they were good. They weren't as good as I thought they'd be. I can see that. Well, you were also the Grizzlies at that time. So the media on the floor, on the floor, the basket, we were right? on the floor at uh, the Grizzlies games, which I didn't like. I want to be up. Yeah. High. Well, but also it makes oh, no, no it sense. Good. What no, are they it thinking? Was, it was no, they're, get, they're, they're, they're basically giving away. Yeah. Revenue. Well, to right? you clowns in the media. Yeah. Anyways, well, the Canucks games, the media are up high. Right. The Grizzlies, I, it made no sense. Did you go to the Grizzlies games as a media okay. member? Of course I did. Ryan, do you think I wasn't here when I don't the Grizzlies know. were playing Maybe for crying out loud? I, I remember you had a perm. Yeah, I had yeah. a perm I was, and a mustache. Were you Rick Dolly at that point or Rick Andrews yeah. stuff? No, no. The Grizzlies were, what year were they here? 95. Ryan, what, how are you acting like the Grizzlies were here in the 70s? Well, he doesn't know your career. Yeah, exactly. I don't for know the timeline. Ah, stop it. Of course I was here for the Grizzlies. One day, those... Uh, that they, Donnie will back me up on this. The best part of the Grizzlies is when the Chicago Bulls came to town and they were... You don't say. Michael uh, Jordan coming to town was a big deal, hey? Yeah, uh, Pippen, uh, Rodman, all these guys. At uh, Remember that on uh, number six road? Uh, is it six road by the movie theater? Yeah. So that's uh, Zero Avenue. Yeah. <laughs> the Grizzlies practice uh, facility yeah. in Richmond. And boy, was that an event. Oh, that was so good. Uh, okay, coming up next, we talk Bad more. Story, about you're the, also uh, over. Yeah, story <laughs> too. Man. Uh, we talk about the life of uh, Guy Lafleur with f- teammate for three seasons, right? Yeah. Do I have that right? Ryan Walter, he joins you guys next on this program. It's Donnie and Dolly, the team on check. 
Just ahead of Ryan Walter and some big NHL news. A reminder that today's guests, including Ryan, standing by, are brought to you by Langley Chrysler. Enjoy no-hassle three-day returns and 30-day exchanges on all used vehicles. So you can make sure what you get is just right for you. Don't just love your car, love buying it at langleychrysler.com. Uh, we just found out moments ago that Robin Leonard is having season-ending oh. surgery. Do you know what part of the body uh, we're, we're talking about here, Ryan? Uh, no, I just saw Emily Kaplan of ESPN is the one that reported this, and she brings up the point that he had battled back from major knee injury he sustained in Philly on March the 8th. Oh, okay. So, so clearly it's, I would assume it's the same thing. It just can't go on any further. So they're goaltending in the hands of uh, Logan Thompson. Laurent Brassard is uh, there as well. BC connections with uh, with both uh, Vegas as they continue their push to the playoffs, Rick. Marc-Andre Fleury yeah. plays for the Minnesota Wild, and boy, could they use him right now. Yeah, it just seems Vezina Trophy. You forget, odd. at his age, he won the Vezina Trophy last year, and they move on uh, from him. I know they had to make cap room, but uh, I'm sure oh. they're questioning that move right now down in Vegas. Okay, uh, sad day in the world of hockey, in the world of sports in general, as Guy Lafleur leaves us at the age of 70. Uh, Ryan Walter, pride of Burnaby, played three seasons. hope I got that right. Uh, with Guy in Montreal in the 80s from 82 to 85. And uh, Ryan uh, joins us now to share his memories of Guy Lafleur. How are you, sir? Hi, Don. Hi, Rick. Hello. Thanks for joining us on short uh, notice. Just your reaction, Ryan, to the uh, passing of the great Guy Lafleur. Yeah, boy, it's uh, it's a tough one, guys. Uh, Flower was uh, obviously a very good, very good friend. You know, when I got to Montreal... Um, you know, I was, as you guys know, I was, it was the worst trade in NHL history, right? <laughs> and, uh, and guys like Guy Lafleur, like Guy was my roommate for that first year. Oh my. And uh, just learned a ton from Flower. I mean, he, he, the thing I remember about Guy is his smile and his intensity, and those went together, right? Like, I think the other thing I remember, guys, is, is Flower taught a, a whole generation of us young guys how to be professionals. Like, you know, fans were tough, but fans were not your enemy. And, and you treated fans well. And, and I remember Flower hours after practice signing every hockey card and licking the stamp and, uh, you know, sending it back. And, hmm. yeah, he's going to be missed. He's one of the, one of the uh, amazing hockey players of our time uh, and even more so an amazing man. You'd, you'd spend time in, in Washington, but you get traded to Montreal. You're still a very young man in your 20s. Ryan, you just said this. What was your reaction when you found out Guy Lafleur was going to be your roommate on the road? <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I think I was, uh, I hadn't expected the trade, and so I was in a little tizzy anyway. But uh, Flower, you know, just a wonderful guy. Like, I, you know, he would, he would, you know, as everybody knows, he'd go over to the, the window and crack a window and have a cigarette. Mm -hmm. And that's who he was. And the whole time he would apologize. Oh, sorry, Wally. Sorry, Wally. And I'm, I'm going like you guys just said. I'm going, hey, Flower, you can do anything you want. You're Guy Lafleur. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Wonderful guy. Hey, Ryan, you just said something there, and I hate to bring this up. But the, the culture of uh, hockey at the time, and we lost Mike Bossy. Uh, a long-time smoker. Same, same with Guy. What was it with the sport of hockey and smoking back in the day? Well, you know, the context is really important. Uh, you know, the first year when I was drafted into Washington, 
in 78, that was the last year that you could elect to not wear a helmet. Mm -hmm. So think about that, right? The, the context was very different in those days. And, and you know, it, it, it just, it was part of culture and culture has changed and much of it for, for the, the good, right? Like we're, you know, we're in a position now where, where we know things that maybe we didn't know back then. I remember, you know, bless my mom and dad's heart. I mean, they're the greatest people I know. But I remember as a kid being in, in that car where, you know, they yeah. were both smoking in the car, right? Like it was it was a cultural thing that was starting to to move towards better health, but hadn't taken over yet. Ryan, go back uh, to playing in Montreal. Uh, so many Stanley Cup winning teams, so many legends. They say it's a religion in, in Quebec. When you first got there, did you feel that? I mean, Lafleur, Shot, Robinson, all these guys. I mean, how was it playing in Montreal? Yeah, th those first months were, were fascinating. Uh, I got a chance to not only room with Guy, but... You know, in the early uh, my early days there in Montreal, I played with uh, Doug Wickenheiser as our centerman and Flower on the other wing. I mean, uh, we had a really good year that year, and uh, and you know, unfortunately, we sort of we we it came to an end against Buffalo in a best of five series in the first round. Scotty Bowman had moved on to Buffalo, and that was a big disappointment. And there was many disappointments during the nine years that Jen and I were in Montreal. But I got to tell you guys, there's a lot of upside too. And, uh, you know, a couple cup finals, uh, so thankful. You know, like you guys said, I'm just a kid from Burnaby, British Columbia, right? Like, like I shouldn't have had that opportunity, and I'm so thankful. Uh, we all know Guy, uh, the great goal scorer, the great player. Uh, give us a little insight to him off the ice. Well, off the ice, uh, Flower was amazing. I mean, he had fun, there's no doubt, but... Again, uh, Rick, I come back to the professionalism. You know, Flower would show up at the arena. Think about this. To play a hockey game at 7 o'clock at night, he would be at the rink uh, between 1.30 and 2.30 in the afternoon. Wow. And he'd be fully dressed with his skates on, except they weren't tied up uh, by 3 o'clock. Right? Like, he he was one of these guys that just – he didn't go for an afternoon nap, nap right? He – he spent his time preparing for the game. The other thing that amazed me is Flower used to get on the ice 35 minutes to 35 to 40 minutes before any other player for pretty much every home practice. Wow. And he'd just be working on the slap shot. He'd be, he'd have pucks. And Mike Bossy was very much like that too. Pucks in front of the net, bury the head, just quick, quick release, quick release. So he was a guy that, you know, it, it wasn't, uh, there's a couple of different types of players at the NHL level. One is I got to the NHL. I've arrived. This yeah. is amazing. The other is no, no, I'm here and I'm always working on my craft. And that was flower. Yeah. Yeah. Bro Broadcasting's much the same. Ryan, Ryan, let me tell you, uh, for people who don't know, what are you up to these days, Ryan? Hey, doing lots of leadership development guys. Uh, yeah. COVID. Uh, pushed us on to Zoom, and now we're back in person. So primarily we work with companies across North America. Ryan, thanks so much. For, we called you, what, an hour ago, and you agreed, or an hour and a half ago, and you agreed to come on with us short notice. Thank you so much for joining us. Great keep, to be with both uh, of you. Uh, keep pumping those books out, Ryan. I, I read a lot of them, and they're, they're really good. And uh, you need to sign a couple more for me. Come on, pal. 
I, I got a, I got another one on the way, Rick. It's it's coming your way. All right, Ryan. Thank you so much. We'll get you back on when it comes out. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks. Appreciate guys. it. He, he talks about it being the worst trade in National Hockey League uh, yeah. history. Uh, I'm not so sure about that. Uh, 1982, it was a big deal. Ryan was a high draft pick, second oh, overall. Second overall out of Seattle. By, by the uh, uh, Capitals. And uh, he uh, goes <laughs> with Rick Green to Montreal for Brian Engwam, Doug Jarvis, Rod Langway, oh. and Craig Lockwood. And Engwam and Langway on the defense for Washington, Great. turned that franchise around. Langway ended up winning, I think, a couple of Norris trophies. Norris is but right. Ryan was real strong down the middle for the Habs. And the thing that softened the blow for Montreal fans is that uh, Ryan and Rick Green helped them win a Stanley Cup That's right. in, in, in 1986. So worst trade in NHL history. Maybe some people felt that way in Montreal at the time. But I think it, it was one of those rare trades that worked out really well uh, for both sides. Again, our thanks to uh, Ryan Walter as... Uh, as Guy Lafleur leaves us at the age of 70. We'll update the poll question next that has to do with uh, Guy Lafleur in part. Donnie and Dolly, the team, on check. Donnie and Dolly, the team is supported by ableauctions.ca. Closing your business, we can help. Is this Guy? What is this? Is, this is the... Give it a minute. Well, okay. I was not swearing. Was yeah. he in a band? Hopefully not. That's him on tambourine. So this is Guy Lafleur's disco album? Yeah. Part of it? Yeah. Okay. From 1979. Duran's mentioned this during his hit there in the first hour. Just giving you an idea of just how big Guy Lafleur was oh. in, in Quebec. He put out a disco album, yeah. which but I'm not going to buy. I got to tell you, he's not I'm not going to download. But, uh, is he? He's not singing. Though. I don't know this French. Is like, is this? Like, is he? He's rapping. Yeah, it's ra- it sounds like a rap, early rap. Or is he like talking <laughs> about like? I don't know, but it kind of works. Oh, sorry. Oh, there you go. Oh, there you go. There you go. That's not him. No, that's a lady. That's not him. No. That's a lady. Yeah. No, it's, it's a female voice in the background. Yeah, oh, see, I about hockey now. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I understood one word. <laughs> Snapshot. <laughs> okay. Ah, oh, the great Guy Lafleur. Uh, yeah. Mike Bossy and Guy Lafleur. Ah, oh, two legends. Back just to back so weeks. Just hor- horrible. I, you know what? Oh. They're great right wingers that I didn't uh, include. We didn't have it talked about. Gosh, another Montreal legend, Rocket Richard. Rocket Richard. Left-handed shot who played on the right side. First 50-goal scorer in National Hockey League history. I have you been to the Bell Center in Montreal? No. You, this no, I, I have. I have. I have. You have? Yeah, great <laughs> cup. I went there, and then we went to watch uh, Capitals uh, Canadians. There, there you go. Did you see the statues outside? Yes, I saw the statues. Oh, the, 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 oh the, the statues and the plaques that they have out there, oh. they, they'll bring you to tears even if you're not oh. a Montreal fan. But you know how statues, sometimes you see them, and not even close, <laughs> like the Lucille Ball statue. Or the Ronaldo. The Ronaldo, okay. But the ones outside the Bell Center. Bang on. It, it just, oh, they're just great pieces of, of art. Howie Morenz, Jean Beliveau, Rocket Richard, Guy Lafleur, just so so special. I don't know if you mentioned this yet, Donnie, but they're on the road tomorrow. First home game is Sunday night against the Bruins, 4 o'clock our time. So. And nobody does a ceremony like the Montreal Canadiens. Yeah. That'll always be real uh, simple, always really effective. That'll be that'll be something else. Tears will be shed, uh, needless to say. Oh. Okay, just before the poll question, Donnie and Donnie presented by 
uh, these special people. Able Auctions, uh, Saturday, tomorrow, Able Auctions will sell a large inventory of designer furniture. Herman Miller Aeron Embody and Embody Gaming Chairs, Spectacular Designer Dining Room Tables and Lounge Furniture, Electric Sit-Stand Tables, and more, including designer names like Iklawa, Cernan, Edel, Cosm, and more. I'm not even close. Play Guy's disco music again. All brand new designer furniture sold to the highest bidder this Saturday at ableauctions.ca. ableauctions.ca. To get your business assets sold at auction, email sales at uh, ableauctions.ca. Paul. Ryan. Get her up. Here we go. Who's the greatest right winger in NHL history? Uh, Gordy Howe's uh, winning this uh, handily. Uh, Yager's second. And then comes uh, Lafleur and Bossy. Mm-hmm. Jeez, I thought Mike Bossy would be higher. He, well, I he thought so he would good. be higher, given I what uh, he would. the events of today. Uh, uh, Bossy was the the puck would get on his stick; it would be off his stick in the back of the net. He was so good. Yeah, uh, when you look at these four players, they they brought different things yeah. uh, to the table. But I said this earlier: Gordy Howe, the, the most complete. Uh, of them, I, I would think, 100%. In, in terms of uh, bringing physicality to the game uh, as well. But uh, I, I don't think uh, of the four of them there, and again, we only have room for four on our poll uh, question. Uh, of the four of them there, none of them brought people out of their seat, got them to the edge of their seats like Guy. Yeah, just for a, sure. Just a, a, a tremendous. You've got some business, Rick. Yeah, absolutely, I do. Uh, the collectible market has never been hotter. Now is the time to visit Pastime Sports. Check out the largest selection of sports memorabilia. Look at this. Oh, boy. Ryan made the adjustment. Good stuff here to uh, Guy Lafleur. Uh, autographed items, trading cards in Western Canada. It's the best place to go. Visit one of four locations in Surrey, Langley, Metrotown, or Tawasson Mills. Uh, check them out in-store or online at pastimesports.ca. The late, great Guy Lafleur. What's in front of you? And it was uh, what's in uh, front of the uh, laptop. Uh, there, for the uh, final day, it's the replica Larry O'Brien trophy. Is that just going to stay there for uh, Ryan? Likes no, it I just he's said a it's the final day. Guy. It's the final it's been day. A long time. No, oh, I, hey, he's I've got, kept it there on purpose. He's I, a basketball no, guy. No, I've still got the Mike Tyson glove over here, which has gone up in value probably. So I should put that up for next week. Oh yeah, maybe putting that up. No, he's uh, uh, tweeting basketball. He loves basketball. That's why he's got it up. Uh, part of why I tweet about the basketball. NBA playoffs have been good. Yeah, and part of why I tweet about it is because I know it bothers you. <laughs> That's part of why I said that. The Golden State Warriors, man, do they look good, guys. Yeah, they, uh, I was Th- watching. Thanks, Ryan. You were not watching. Uh, I was watching. Get out of here. Anyway, uh, and then uh, next to D- the... Denver's missing Jamal Murray, okay? Oh, so no, no. I, I'm Canadian, uh, Canadian. For sure, but uh, again, what the Warriors, I just don't see, especially Devin Booker's hurt in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. I don't see a team that's getting in their way in the West, and the East doesn't scare me a whole heck of a lot either. Yeah, and you talk about Canadians. Andrew Wiggins with a big basket exactly. in that game. Uh, last night. Exactly. Jordan Poole. The Warriors look good. Dolly Wall's watching all of their games, apparently. No, I was, okay, uh, so what, we have so a card next, next to the trophy. Oh, what's a card? Next to the trophy is the highlighter, and then the card today is uh, one Cam Neely. Oh, oh, you couldn't have got a Canuck. Uh, uh, in he, is the, a, he is a Canuck. Well, I, I know, but... The, he was yeah, a Canuck. He was a Canuck. But you could have got him in a Canuck uniform, And the, the reason we brought uh, Cam Neely to the forefront today, yeah. because... Why? He's a right winger. Mm. He's a right winger. He, and one of could, the best. He could have been uh, on the list. Hockey Hall, Hall of, of Famer. Famer. Did the Canucks trade him? <laughs> I can't really remember. Unfortunately, sadly, yes. And uh, he never got the trust of Tom Watt and uh, the GM Gordon at the time. And yet you look at his stats in the three Not seasons bad. he played. He had a 21-goal season. And this pitcher brings up uh, – let's have another shot of it here, if you don't mind, guys. Yeah. Bruins. Black uniforms. 
Oh. Ye- yellow socks or black socks, which they wear now, yeah. which looks better? Yellow socks. Yeah? Different. I, think, yeah. I, I agree. You know, I agree. Uh, uh, Donnie, what ticks me off about the, the Cam Neely situation was they what gave. What about the socks? Uh, just uh, the socks are beautiful. They gave uh, the house, uh, you know, uh, Jim Sandlack. They gave Sandlack numerous years to figure it out, but they didn't give Neely nearly as much time. That really pissed me off. Yeah, and what they got in return, all due respect to Barry Peterson, uh, wasn't what, was they, good. what they gave up. I, I, I loved no, Barry I, Peterson. I, I, I totally uh, agree. They changed, the, they had yellow socks because <laughs> Jerry Cheever said he couldn't see the puck with black socks. Oh, right. See, the and then they were successful, so they kept them. They look good, too. Your stories today or something. The, the thing, only thing with Cam Neely now is any player that gets socks. talked about being traded now, it's what about Cam Neely? Like, yeah. they should move Brock Besser. Yeah, but what about Cam? Like, we got to let this when go. It com- when Man. it comes to a right winger, and that was the talk with Vertanen, right winger, yes. local right. right winger like Cam Neely. Oh, like, don't trade him. Yeah, you it's going to be like, another it's Cam just, Neely. Oh, it's fun to talk but, about. You know, it is. It is. <laughs> it's, just, it's just always risky, Ryan. Yeah, I know it, it, it is. It's always risky. And the Canucks don't have 520 goal scorers, and Brock gets you 20, 20 plus every year. Let, so stop it. Yeah. Let me get this photo in quick before we head to break. NBI Rod just sent this in. Look at this. He what got photo? this from Pastime Sports a few years ago, he oh says, as a Christmas present. Look at that. So there you go. Pastime has a ton of stuff at. Uh, a, a ton of Gila Fleur items. I, I can't begin to go on, and, and as you know, I won't now because I'm gun-shy after having <laughs> told a couple of dud stories earlier today But how big Gila Fleur uh, was when I was in high school. Oh, Just uh, e- enormous. Let's go to break with some more. Clip five, uh, uh, guys. Some, some more uh, vintage Guy as he leaves us at the age of 70. DTMZ is next on Donnie and Dolly, the team on check. Robinson. Robinson au centre. Robinson à la fleur. Able Auction specializes in helping British Columbia-based business owners close their business and sell their assets in a timely, orderly manner. Online events for everything from machine shop and manufacturing auctions to industrial equipment, retail inventories, or any other type of business assets, Able Auctions can help. For a free confidential consultation on getting your business assets sold, please email sales at ableauctions.ca. That's sales at ablaauctions.ca. It's 11.30 on a Friday morning. Donnie and Dolly on Check TV. Now time for DTMZ. Brought to you by the world-famous Whistler Golf Club. Go see Big Al out there. Great track, great track. As Rick said, DTMZ brought to you by the Arnold Palmer Design Whistler Golf Club, where the countdown is on to opening day on May the 12th. Book your tee times for opening weekend. Or uh, Is that Melvin Townsend the third? <laughs> opening weekend or any time during the 2022 season at WhistlerGolf.com. Melvin Townsend the third. See, now he's famous. He's got what he wants. He gets beat up by oh, Mike just, Tyson. Yeah. Now here we are, and he's mentioned on like a show. bunch of idiots talking about about him on North America's number one sports show. <laughs> Maybe not. Ringo Starr, great guy. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was. I, 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 he is. I, I, he I, is. Not yeah. was. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they know he's still he around. Was. Yeah, I know. Ringo Starr and his all-star band are coming to this part of the world. Wow. Saturday, October 8th, Abbotsford Center in Abbotsford, British Columbia. He's 81 years old. 
Looks great. This version of his all-star band consists of Edgar Winter, Greg Bissonette, Toto's Steve Lukather, oh. Colin Hay of Men at Work. Who can it be I remember, now? Oh, yeah. Great band. <laughs> we gotta, you gotta I could it. totally see Men at me. Work yeah. had big hits in the 80s, yeah, Ryan. That just Men at Work, you. Down Under. What was the other one? Who can it be now? Is that yeah, who can it be now? And down saxophone. under. Man, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful stuff. Lame. And Hamish Stewart of the Average White Band. Now we're talking. We're talking 70s there. Oh. Many uh, uh, of the dates on this tour originally planned for 2020, of course, but COVID got in the way. Uh, Penticton on October 9th. Ringo's only other BC stop. He's also going to be in Rama, Ontario, Montreal, Kingston, Winnipeg, wow. Saskatoon, and Lethbridge. Tickets, they went on sale yeah. April 12th. Ringo Abbotsford, are you going, Ryan? No, I, I'm I, going. I don't think so. Why not? I don't know. I, there I, are some people out there who say that in a folksy kind of way, his show is as good as what Paul McCartney serves up. Yeah, it might be. I, I'm just, now I have a kid coming. I need to be careful oh, with my spending. Oh, my God. It's six months I, away, I, I need for to be careful with loud. my spending. This doesn't cross the bar of a ticket I really want to... Because let's uh, be honest, I'm not going to just see Ringo. Like, a lot of these guys, no offense, great artists, but I don't care. And and what happens with Ringo and his all-star band? Like, Randy Bachman was in it at one point, uh, Burton Cummings. They'll play their hits as well. Yeah, like, see, Colin Hay will really, play Men at Work hits. Yeah, and I don't really care. Yeah, they play Pick Up the Pieces. Average, right there, I'm going. And uh, Toto, did you say Toto? Yeah. Uh, great, good, another good Hold band. the line. Uh, Africa. Africa. And what was the other one? Rosanna. Good stuff. You going? Oh, uh, maybe. I might be uh, tempted. I'm going to McCartney in like 10 days. That's good you for me. You know what I love? Uh, people like you, like your age, no, just negative. you're having the kid, and you've spent a lot of your life, and you know this about well, Ryan. Just, right? He doesn't get it. You spent a lot of your life rip, ripping into me because I, I say I can't go. I've got, uh, I've got kids. Uh, and you are oh, an old man. Now, look at you, look at making you. excuses because yeah. you have no, I'm not a making kid coming. Excuses. And good on you. I'm just That's, that better than the other way around. I'm being more frugal. Yeah. We also want to pay attention to your kid. Yeah, sure, but uh, it's more oh the money. It's more, it's more the money thing. <laughs> oh, really? Well, I, w- I wanted to go see the Chili Peppers in Seattle. They're going to T-Mobile. Then go. I'm taking Ringo it, over the Chili Peppers. It, August third. So that's like a few weeks after the baby arrives. I think it's hard for me to tell Kels. Adios. I'm heading down to Seattle for an overnighter to go see the Chili Peppers. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm getting ripped. Good. Justifiably so. Unsigned. Okay. She's McCartney 20 times, but won't go see Ringo. Yeah. It's not been 20 times. This will be yeah, seven. His clips on YouTube yes, look really but that, good. But again, though, like I'm, so Live. I'm going to see. He's going to play that. He's going to play Octopus Garden. Does, don't Little come help easy. help from my friends. Don't, and come, don't come easy. easy. Photograph. Photograph, which is a great tune. And some of the Carl Perkins uh, act naturally. Okay. That, that was Buck Owens. Sorry. Right. And that's it. What is that? Five songs? It's like 125 hey, bucks. You're you're right next to a beat. I know. The guy was there for everything. Yeah, I know. Come on. I know. Maybe I'll try and get him on the show. Yeah. Do a little pub. Yeah. I'm sure he'd be into that. <laughs> uh, we've got ten birthdays on this April 22nd. The line is set at seven. You guys lately mm. by Longface Irene's quarter horse sales. We got the graphic. Yeah, here? yeah. Hold on. Man, you're slow with this. What's a long qu- face Irene's quarter horse sales and casino? You okay, Rick. What's a quarter horse and casino in Conway, Arkansas? What it's is a quarter, a quarter horse? horse? What is a quarter horse? Just a small really sure. horse, like a pony? No, I think it, it's a it's a workhorse. I think is what it is. Well, there's none of them in this building. Yeah, uh, I'll tell you that. Like a, like, <laughs> like, what do you mean? Like a, Voice of God. Do you know what a quarter horse uh, is? Let me Google it. Let me Google it. Quarter no horse. Idea. 
Okay. Let me hold on a sec. Let me Google it. A lot of people. I love Google. Spending Google. a lot of times. Uh, the American Quarter Horse farms. is an American breed of a horse that excels at sprinting short distances. Oh, okay. Quarter horse, just you know, quarter of a, a mile, like, like Connor Garland. B- boom, boom, quick <laughs> yeah. spot. You know. I'm sure Connor's exactly. really happy about being compared to a quarter horse. Sprint quick. Okay. He goes. Uh, I didn't know that. I thought I thought it was more like a working horse, like a Clydesdale. I think Google's a great invention. Thanks, Fred. You don't say. Okay. Uh, very quickly, because you're going to start birthdays. Yeah. Shout out to our guest at the 11 o'clock hour. His birthday's tomorrow. Who? Happy birthday, Ryan Walter. Yeah. Ryan? Yeah. You just what? said who. Okay, like who? It was like 10 uh, minutes ago we had him just on. Just stop. He's a friend of mine. Ryan Walter, yeah, great have you guy. you been in Vegas yeah. lately? Thank, <laughs> you. Thank you to the unsigned viewer that uh, said that they had his company, uh, had him at his company, and they were fantastic. Oh, he's he was fantastic. Tremendous speaker. You will not find a better person on this planet than uh, Ryan Walter. Good guy. Ryan's a mean quarter horse, too. <laughs> okay, 10 birthdays. Rock and roll. Here we go. Late Maple Ridge race car driver uh, who won five card events. Uh, Greg Moore. American musician and actor whose real name is Colson Baker, currently in a relationship with Megan Fox. Oh, uh, it's a Machine Gun Kelly. Machine Gun go. Kelly. Abbotsford Canucks defenseman whose name is engraved on the Stanley Cup as a member of the 2018 Washington Capitals. Defenseman. Oh, oh, uh, Bowie, Bowie. Yep, Madison. Former birdcage <laughs> bird wearing Canucks goalie who recorded three straight seasons of 30 or more wins like, in the early 2000s. Number 39, I believe. Arthur, Arthur Zerbe? Former Ranger. Dan Glenn Hanlon? Yes. Oh. No. Wow. The voice of God is rarely wrong. You're not even close, close there. Close there, A completely buddy. different era. Glenn Hanlon was in the early 80s. Former Medicine Hat Tiger who in the 70s Led the Atlanta Flames uh, in scoring uh, in each of his Lysiak, five Lysiak. Yeah, very good. Tom. Golden Knights center from Saskatoon, a former capital who wears the number 20. Oh, uh, he, he just scored last night. Uh, he, the, he led them in scoring for much of the season. He came CS. over off of waivers uh, from Washington. A good guy. His agent's Think, think friends. Uh, think uh, Matthew Perry. Just give me the initials. CS. Yeah, Chandler Stevenson. There you go. Late Canucks center of the late 90s. In the 91 offseason, he played for the North York Rockets of the Canadian Soccer League. PZ. Uh, Peter Sezel. There you go. One of only three male actors to win three Oscars. He played Jack Torrance in The Shining and Randall McMurphy in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Iconic. Lakers fan. J. Jack Nicholson. J. Jack (laughs) Nicholson. British musician. In the 70s, he released an iconic live album that featured the hit Show Me the Way. Unheralded cornerback out of West Virginia led the New York Giants to victory in Super Bowl 25 versus Buffalo. Nickname Haas. He owned quarter horses. <laughs> uh, J.H. Number 15, I think. No? Nobody? Jeff Hostetler. Oh, Hostetler. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. You, you were it's right a, there with official that one. now. <laughs> uh, I think you've got everything else. Tom Lysiak, the uh, clue I was go- getting to, suspended 20 games for tripping a linesman. You remember that? Yeah, he got suspended. That, but he was a great As player. As I just said. Yeah, but Donnie, Tom Lysiak was a great player, yeah. boy. I yeah. loved watching him play. Yeah. And, and Peter Zessel, who's no longer uh, with us. Remember him playing in the offseason in the Canadian soccer Yes, league? I do remember that. He was a good Still soccer Still an player. NHL player at the time. He was a great soccer player as well. Well, I don't think they were going to have you know a bad soccer player in well, their lineup. No, but still. And the Jack Nicholson, you see him in little, little, little scenes yeah. every, here and there in Winning, Winning Time. Time. Yeah, Sunday it comes out. It would be uh, episode seven on Sunday. Drops, as the kids say. 
Okay, is it just me coming up? Peter Frampton, uh, 72 years old. He's going to play us out from February 76. And the monster album, Frampton Comes Alive. This is Peter Frampton. And show me the way. So big when I was in high school, much like Gila Fleur. A check where Rick comes alive at least twice a show on a BC Friday morning. Is it just me next? Donnie and Dolly, the team. Check. Oh, huge album. It just didn't hit me. Then at work. This is a great song. What are you talking about? Well, no, it's my opinion, and Ryan feels the same way. This is a beautiful meta work was so good in the 80s. Mm. Who can it be now? Who can it be? Oh, I could listen to this, this all day. This, though, screams Rick Dollywell. Oh, in the, the guitar. I think it does. Oh, yeah, it does. In I, the Datsun 210. I think Gila Fleur's disco album screams <laughs> well, Rick maybe, Dollywell. But this is just the, this, uh, the Datsun 210, windows down, oh. this was cranked. The drum yeah, I, I would crank it. I would. Uh, this would come on. <laughs> I would just crank That's the not volume. All you were <laughs> no, just let me rephrase that. I would crank the uh, volume when this came on, and I would make sure all the Here windows in the car were down. This is it. All day. Give me that all day. And every day. Oh, God. There's no this way. so bad. There's other music back oh, then. Oh, my God. I told you the 80s, the best decade of all time. You guys don't hey. listen to me. This is hey. right in the wheelhouse. Flock of Seagulls oh. and Billy Idol blew away Minute Work. Oh, Rebel Yell. No one We're loves. We're talking 80s. No one loves Billy more the than The cult. And let's go back to, well, oh, you know what cult. I'm going to say. Devo. <laughs> hey. First first album. Uh, Amazing. Pur- uh, Purple Rain. Okay. Was there a Prince fan? Yes, same. I, I you don't I, like Prince. I don't One of the it. best of all no, time. I, 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 this doesn't surprise me. I, I don't get it. He's revered, and I just don't. What do you mean you don't get it? He had one of the best albums of all time, it's Ryan. Opinion. It's just it's, it's an just, opinion. It's just whatever to me. I just like Purple Eddie Rain. Grant, Electric Avenue. Oh, better great. than Men at Work. Oh, great song. What was with the the sax obsession in the eighties? Yeah, who could it be now? A uh, Glenn Fry song, The Heat Is On. Sa- here, here's my take on 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 sax. Yeah. Be careful. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my take that I I love it live. We see it live. It's wow, but when you hear it, I don't always love it. Give me a good so you're sax saying solo. You're, you go to see a band play and a guy starts doing a oh. sax solo and you're yeah. sitting there glued to it. Yes. <laughs> the first time that hit me was Chris Isaac. I saw him at the Orpheum. Oh, it was good. He, he had a saxophone player with him. Amazing. Uh, but on on on, on <laughs> recorded, not so much. <laughs> I'm anti sax. Uh, Ryan, I can't find that uh, Adam, the bath guy. You know one of our... Uh, uh, <laughs> Ryan, you know him, right? Yeah, he, he, he says he, he's going on vacation. Yeah, his birthday tomorrow, so I just want to wish him birthday. Uh, right, his, that's his handle, Adam, the bath guy. Okay, we'll send him a faucet. Okay. Do you uh, want the photo? No, get the photo up. Uh, look at this. Uh, no, uh, uh, look at this. It's unsigned. That's not Adam the bath guy. <laughs> it's that's it's not unsigned, Adam the bath but we'll guy. show it anyway. Uh, yeah, but Dolly, uh, Donnie and Dolly uh, swag. I can't wait to wear it next weekend at the Bayside Resort. Can we Resort. reverse the picture, please? Why? What Look at it. Because yeah. the logo's wrong? Yeah. What do you mean? I don't get it. Well, the logo's backwards. Yeah. You can't reverse the picture. What do you mean why reverse can't, the picture? Why is the logo backwards? I don't get it. I don't know this stuff. Yeah, how would you reverse the picture? That's how we got the picture. Uh, is it you don't me? know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's the backwards. This is one of our winners. They won the swag package. Oh, Congratulations. right, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. right, right. And they're going to the Bayside. Have a great time at the Bayside. Didn't leave a name. Go, Donnie. 
whoever wins the next contest gets a Donnie and Dolly saxophone. <laughs> Surrey Troy, is it just me? Taking minnows lightly always comes back to bite you. Uh, hashtag every point matters from Surrey Troy. Always a good submission from uh, Surrey Troy. Yep. Uh, and it, obviously he's referring to Buffalo. Yes. Detroit. Yes. Mm-hmm. Ottawa a couple of days ago. But we talked about this earlier in the show. Canucks lose six three to minute. Minnesota looks good. Oh, a cup contender, big heavy I, a team. Lot, a lot big. of people like like that team. They seem to be built for the playoffs. I don't know about Cam Talbot, but forget what happened recently. It's all about the start of the season for the Canucks. Ah, uh, it is. But again, though, you look at pivotal moments. Pivotal moments. Yeah, the start of the season is a pivotal moment. Yeah, but but, but catch up all but year, then Ryan. Boudreaux got here. Okay. That's when they've tripped up a lot of those games. Oh, the Red Wings game, Ryan. The, Ryan, the, yeah. it has been like those games know. wouldn't be a big deal if it wasn't for the start of the season. But the fact that they were a big Are deal you at all that is you're, shocking. You're, you're equating the losses to uh, Detroit, to Buffalo, to Ottawa. Disappointing, yes, but to the start of the season, the, the coach got fired. Yeah, the I GM understand that. But the fact that they even got out of that hole. To have those three games you just mentioned mean anything I'm not is saying, incredible, and then they tripped over themselves with them. Don't, uh, They're not insignificant, but more important, more, more significance. What happened at the beginning of, of the season? Not even close. And what about the the three games they went in at uh, Colorado, Dallas, and, uh, and Minnesota, and got five out of six? You didn't predict that, but that's what, what makes what, it more frustrating. Yeah. Though, how did you trip yourself up against the Detroit's and the Buffaloes and the Ottawas? What about Adam the Bath guy? Exactly. What do you got, Rick? Uh, don't get uh, prints coming from a guy wearing a police t- t- shirt. So this guy doesn't like the police. I guess. We've had a couple of same people era, say Ryan. Music synchronicity, same right around Purple Rain synchronicity. Same oh, thing. Oh, police were so good. Oh, but police A lot were of so people good. don't like them live. We've had a couple of because of your T-shirt, a couple of submissions talking about they saw the police, the reunion, and were disappointed. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was okay. The only thing was they did a few. Sting is a Interesting duck. Like they slowed down. Don't stand too close duck. to me. Yeah. Duck. Like in the reunion tour, like oh, did really they slow? No. And I'm like, what, Stop dude? It. Yeah. Isn't there a story about Sting and other stories about him? Stamina or something? Yeah. <laughs> there is. <laughs> <laughs> Can you research like, it? And <laughs> present it on Monday. You want me to Google uh, Sting and uh, stamina? Morton Sports in New West didn't like. Uh, didn't like uh, the uh, the police live. We yeah, but really that's, uh, I mean, again, it's all kind of oh. your opinion, right? I mean, look, I yeah. like the police. We've established Prince, that. Prince, like I say, revered. People listen to every track he's ever put out. Okay, I don't get Rush gospel. either. I don't get, uh, people love uh, Rush. I mean, Tom Sawyer's pretty good. Okay, good. The one hits, song. Every band's got one good, no, it's or artist has one good uh, song. Aaron in Southbank. Can I get this one go, in? Go, 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 go. I don't talk enough on this show. Is it just me? Or if the Canucks made the playoffs this year, it would be 2015 all over again. Ownership would try to pull wool over the eyes of the new management group and have them believe this team is close, thus making minor changes in the offseason. Again, from Aaron in South Vancouver, that is a great submission yep. and certainly a, a, a worry uh, were they to make the playoffs. Yeah, I could see that, but also uh, I do believe in my heart that uh, this ownership is handed over the reins to uh, Jim Rutherford, Donnie, and I think Jim's got a big, big say, and I like what's uh, coming out of there in terms of, you know, the old stories about the owner butting in. I don't see that happening. Yeah, we'll see. At, well, hold well, on a hold second. It a at, second. G- at Jim's age and what he's accomplished, if he gets a whiff of that, he's out the door. Not, I agree. Not, so, Ryan, I mean, you got evidence he's he'll, still butting in? He'll leave in? is what I'm talking about. Give me a about. break. He, will, he would leave. Uh, we're out of time, right? Yeah. Not for the show, but for the segment. Did you have something? No, I got nothing. Well, 
Okay, work on that. Uh, more Is It Just Me's. We'll wrap up the show and the poll question. Can we go to break with the last Eagle Fleur clip? Right. Is that possible, Derek? Are we good? See, there's yep, people we're are backing me up now. Oh, okay, Guy Lafleur leaves us at the age of seventy. 70. Uh, sad, sad day in the world of hockey, in the world of sports. Sad day in this uh, country. Here's uh, Guy from back in uh, the 1979-80 season as we go to break. This part of today's podcast is brought to you by Janish House Design. Janish House Design is a Canadian company offering hundreds of customizable stock plans for quick and cost-effective home plans. Visit Janish.com today. Oh, a new video. Where'd you get this? So good. Is this from France? (laughs) No, the reason I say is it from France is because that's where Patrick Hernandez, which I didn't know until a while ago, is from France. I didn't know that. As we continue our campaign to get Born to Be Alive played at Rogers Arena. It's not going uh, well. Look at his videos from the 70s and now. Wow. This is from 2017. (laughs) I don't know if it was actually in 2017 or not. It was uploaded in 2017. Look at the people. It could be. Looks fairly modern. It's a wonderful song. You got one person dancing there. <laughs> no, no, they're all standing. What he's are you talking about? He's still got his trademark cane. Yeah, yeah right? which is a weird thing he's still holding on to there. It's sponsored by Delaney's <laughs> OK Tire in Langley. <laughs> <laughs> okay, poll question. As uh, Guy Lafleur leaves us at the age of 70, uh, a week after Mike Bossy passed away. Oh, boy, what uh, a week. Uh, lost two legends, uh, Mike Bossy and Guy Lafleur within days. Very sad. Uh, who's the greatest right winger in NHL history? This poll has got the great Gordie Howe leading at uh, 44%. Jaggers next, uh, Jager 27, and then Bossy and Lafleur. Yeah, and, and I think with Gordie Howe, he's still in, in the conversation a lot these days, even for younger people. Yeah, because that's, that's And we talked about that. Jack Rathbone earlier in the week, the Gordie Howe hat trick. He got the Gordie Howe hat trick. Such, such a complete hockey player. Oh, he was the uh, best. What a day. Guy Lafleur, just a day of mourning, and I imagine the, the next few days will be like that. Uh, in, in the province of, of Quebec. And you said, Ryan, that the, the Habs are playing Sunday. At, they play on Saturday in Ottawa. Yeah. Uh, but playing at home on Sunday against Boston. And That'll be a big remember, night uh, in Montreal. I'll remember Key's battles against the Bruins. Business. If you missed any of today's show, don't forget you can catch full replays of Donnie and Dolly on the Check Plus app or watch your interviews on YouTube. Just search for Donnie and Dolly. The 219 and 220 number one pub in Victoria invites you to come and see why they are a local Favorite watering hole, 10 minutes from the ferry terminal, the Waddling Dog Pub, uh, the place to catch every Canucks game, uh, the place on wine, uh, one of 19 taps, about domestic and locally crafted beer, wine, cider, daily happy hour, 4 to 6, brunch 11 to 2, fully stocked liquor store attached, uh. countless reasons to come, sit, stay at the Waddling Dog, and when you get there, you're going to see Dom, Brandon, and there she is. Why why can't we get her a, a Donnie and Dolly shirt? She's got an Anita the Ant shirt. Anita the Ant shirt, yeah. Yeah, we'll work on that. Yeah, we'll work Maybe on that. Maybe get her a prize package. Um, time for uh, another Is It Just Me? Is It Just Me? Or from Will and Burnaby, was Pavel Bury the best incarnation of Guy Lafleur oh. post-70s? If not, whom? R.I.P. Guy Lafleur from Will. What a great uh, so submission that is. Yeah. Pavel Bury, uh, down the right side. Difference oh. between Pavel 
who also wore the number 10. Uh, and Guy is that Pavel was on his wrong side. Yeah. He, was, he was a left-hander playing on, on the right side. But the speed, yes. Gathering speed through the neutral zone, yeah. Pavel. No, absolutely. You yeah. sounded like Danny Gallivan there. Tough day for the hockey world today. Guy Lafleur leaving us at the age of 70. On behalf of Ryan, Rick, Derek, everybody at Oh Boy and Check, have a great weekend, folks. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Don, and you're up to date in the world of sports. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Donnie and Dolly podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Donnie and Dolly for all the latest show content. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.